The New Testament scripture reading is taken from 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 24. Please turn with me in your Bibles to 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 24. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. First John chapter 3, verses 1 through 24. Please pay careful and reverent attention to the reading of God's holy and in there it word. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know Him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for a seed remains in him, and he cannot sin, because he has been born of God. And this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of the wicked one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brother's righteous. Do not marvel, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, because he has laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need, and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, 
and love one another as he gave us commandment. Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him, and he in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. Thus far the reading of God's word. In this scripture passage, uh, the Lord reminds us that the world is divided. It's divided between the children of the devil on the one hand and the children of God on the other hand. And because you and I, by faith in Christ, are the children of God, we can expect when we examine our own lives to see certain qualities there. Uh, For example, the scripture teaches us that if we really are the children of God, we will love one another. It's one of the characteristics of the child of God is that he loves his brothers and sisters in the faith. Uh, This same passage also teaches us that if we really are the children of God, we will expect to see when we examine our lives the characteristic of obedience uh, to God. Uh, Somebody who is really a child of God seeks to be obedient uh, uh, to God. Now, we're not going to be perfect in this life. We know that. The scripture teaches us that, and that's why we know it. But the Bible also tells us that those of us that are really the children of God will seek to be obedient to God. Now, why are these changes taking place in our lives? Well, it's because uh, the Lord is working on us. Uh, He works in all the children of God. That's what makes them different from the children of the world, you see. God is working in us in a way that he's not working anyplace else. Uh, God is sanctifying us. God is purifying us. God is cleansing us of our sins. And God is telling us in this passage that not only is he doing all these things, but it also reminds us that we have a unique relationship with God because we belong to God through faith in Jesus. He is ours and we are his. We are in that covenant uh, bond uh, uh, with him. He abides in us and we abide in him. The scripture teaches that that, uh, you and I are so changed in the way that we think about God, in the way we think about ourselves, and in the way that we think about Christ, that we can be assured of this bond, this covenant bond that we have with God through Christ, our Redeemer, our Mediator, our Surety. Uh, We can be assured of this relationship that we have with God because of who Christ is and because of what he did. Uh, for us Uh, we're not uh, sure because of who we are we're sinners and if we were left to our own devices if we were uh, left to go our own way we would go astray Uh, we would not abide in in God and he would not abide in us because he is a holy God because we are sinners but because Christ is our surety because he is the guarantor uh, because he is the head and the mediator of the covenant of grace uh, you and I, I can be sure that God abides in us and that we abide in him and that he is making these uh, changes in our lives. And we have to be thankful for that. We have to be thankful that day by day we are made to be more and more like Christ. We are made to uh, live more and more a life of righteousness. We are able, by God's grace, because of what Christ has done and because of what he is doing, to die more and more unto sin. Uh, we know that these are things are happening because God abides in us and we abide in him. And so when we look at those changes uh, that God is doing in our lives, uh, we need to realize that uh, those changes are only taking place uh, because of what Christ and God's Holy Spirit is doing in us. Uh, We're not making those changes ourselves. God is making those changes in us. 
And because God is making those changes in us, we have the assurance that we really do belong to God because God would only do those things that we notice when we examine our own lives if we really did belong uh, to God through faith in Christ. And so I hope that uh, you have that assurance uh, this uh, Lord's Day morning. I hope that when you think of yourself, uh, you think of yourself as a child of God. I hope you think of yourself as uh, someone who abides in Christ and and in whom Christ abides. And I hope that uh, gives you an attitude of thanksgiving. I hope that uh, causes you to uh, praise Him and to want to serve Him even more because of the attitude of thanksgiving that's in your heart. Well, let's uh, pray together. And as we pray, uh, let's remember to pray for uh, Vanessa. Uh, Let's also pray for Wonder, who has a very important hearing. I think it's tomorrow. And uh, let's also pray for our covenant children, including our adult covenant children, by the way. We don't want to just pray for our Younger uh, covenant children. We want to pray for our adult uh, covenant children as well. And let's also pray for uh, Dr. Frank Smith. Most of you probably don't know uh, Frank, but he's the pastor of the RP Church in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's having some health problems. He's going to have open heart surgery tomorrow, uh, Lord willing. So let's uh, remember uh, to pray for him. And as usual, as the scripture teaches us, we ought to pray for kings and those people that are placing authority over us. So let's remember to pray for our president. For our governor, uh, this is a very difficult time, I'm sure, uh, as you know, in the life of our nation. And uh, only the Lord can save us. Uh, only the Lord can help us. Uh, so let's uh, remember to ask for that, uh, for that help. And uh, let's uh, pray together. Lord, uh, we thank you for the privilege that it is to pray to you. Uh, we know, Lord, that uh, you hear our prayers not because of who we are or because of what we have done. Uh, we confess the fact that uh, we are sinners and that we have not loved you with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, with all of our mind. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. Even though you commanded us very clearly to do these very things, uh, we have not done them, oh Lord. So we have sinned against you. We have offended you. Uh, we have violated uh, your awful majesty. And so we pray, Lord, that you would forgive us of all of our sins. Uh, we pray that you would forgive us and that you would hear our prayers Uh, Not because of who we are or because of what we have done, uh, but because of who Jesus is, because of who he is, and because of what he has done and what he continues to do uh, by interceding for us at uh, your right hand, even now, even this day, even this moment, uh, we confess that he intercedes for us, and we thank you for that. We thank you that uh, you hear him uh, when he prays uh, to you uh, for us. Uh, We thank you for that. And Lord, that we pray that uh, you would uh, bless our church. Uh, we pray that you, you would cause it to grow uh, numerically. And uh, we pray that, uh, that you would cause it to grow uh, spiritually. We ask these things, Lord, uh, not because we want to bring glory to ourselves or honor to ourselves. Uh, but uh, we pray, Lord, that uh, you would bring glory and honor to yourself. And that you would use us as your instruments uh, to bring this to pass. Uh, we pray, Lord, that uh, you would honor us by honoring yourself through us. Uh, Lord, that we ask that uh, you would revive us. Uh, you know, oh Lord, and we know uh, in our better moments uh, how cold we are, how uh, dead we are, and how unenthusiastic we are at being your children, at being your church. 
what is so easy to go from day to day, moment to moment. It's so easy to gather together even on the Lord's Day. When we ostensibly come to worship you and praise you, it's so easy for us, Lord, to take the relationship that we have with you for granted and to just simply go through the motions to be cold and dead in our response to you. But, Lord, you can change this about us. And we pray that you would. We pray that you would revive us. Uh, we ask that uh, you would once again help us to be in awe of your majesty. Help us to be in awe of what uh, you are and what uh, you have done for us in Christ, uh, so that we might lift up our hearts and our minds uh, to the praise of your name and glorify you in a way that only you can uh, cause us to do. Uh, Lord, uh, we ask that you would be in our midst and that you would be in each and every heart here. We pray that uh, you would be with each and every soul that is gathered here uh, this Lord's day. And if there are any among us, Lord, that don't know you in a saving way, if, if we don't uh, have uh, faith in Jesus yet, we pray that uh, today would be the day when you would open our hearts and open our minds uh, so that uh, we would have saving faith in uh, Jesus, so that we would repent of our sins. Help us to do that too, Lord. Help us to repent of our sins. Help us to be sorry and remorseful uh, at uh, what we have done, but uh, not to be buried under that uh, remorse the way Judas was, but instead, Lord, help us uh, to turn to you for the forgiveness uh, that uh, we need and for the forgiveness that uh, you freely offer to each one of us through faith in Jesus. And Lord, we also uh, pray uh, that uh, you would be uh, with the officers of our church. We pray that you would be with our elders and our deacons, and uh, we pray that uh, you would be pleased with the work that they do. Uh, we ask that uh, you would be with our uh, pastor, Andrew, and uh, that uh, he would always be uh, the instrument uh, of uh, your grace, and uh, that uh, you would use him in the life of this uh, congregation as your instrument. Uh, we pray likewise uh, for Dave. We ask that uh, you would be with him, and as he seeks to shepherd this uh, flock, uh, we pray, Lord, that uh, you would help uh, neither uh, Andrew or uh, Dave to be frustrated with us, Help us uh, to be uh, submissive to them as we should and to help them uh, to be uh, pleased when they see uh, the progress that uh, we are making. And uh, Lord, uh, we pray too uh, that uh, you would be uh, with those of us who are sick and uh, we ask that uh, you would uh, touch our bodies. Uh, Maybe we're sick in ways that we don't even know, but that, that, that you know about. And so we pray that you would touch our bodies and that you would bring healing to us. And Lord, that we think of Vanessa, uh, we ask that uh, you would uh, be with her, that you would help her to continue to recover uh, from her automobile accident. Uh, we pray, Lord, uh, that uh, she might be able to uh, carry out the work that she does at the school uh, in a way that uh, glorifies and honors you and is pleasing to the people that oversee that work and that is helpful to her students. We pray for wonder. We ask that uh, you would... Uh, quicken his mind and his heart so that he might uh, be able to give uh, full and complete answers to whatever questions he's asked during this uh, interview. We pray that you'd help him to get all those documents organized and together. Uh, so, And, and uh, we pray, Lord, that uh, you would be with the, a person who interviews him so that they might be pleased uh, with him and with the answers uh, that he gives uh, to uh, their questions. And Lord, we also pray to uh, that uh, you would be with our friend, uh, Dr. Frank Smith. Uh, Lord, that we thank you for the work that he does in Atlanta, Georgia. 
We pray that that uh, work of the ministry would not suffer during his absence. And we also pray, Lord, that uh, you would use the doctors and the nurses and the technicians that are surrounding him at the hospital tomorrow uh, to bring health to his body. Uh, We pray that uh, you would use them as the instruments of your grace and your mercy in his life. And Lord, we pray that he might uh, recover quickly, completely, uh, from this uh, uh, heart uh, surgery. And uh, Lord, uh, we also pray for our covenant children. Uh, We pray that uh, you would be not only with those who are very young, but even for those who have reached adulthood. Uh, We pray that you would uh, open the hearts and the minds of our covenant uh, children. And that uh, you would cause them to have faith in Jesus. We pray that you would cause them to have repentance on the life. We pray that you would give those of us that are parents a reason to glorify you, a reason to thank you, even more than we already do for the way that you are working in the lives of our children. We pray that we might see their progress in the faith. We might see the fruits of regeneration in their hearts and in their lives. And Lord, we pray too for uh, Abigail and Brandon, we thank you for their recent engagement. We pray, Lord, that as they uh, prepare for their married life uh, together, that uh, you would be with them, that you would give them wisdom and understanding and compassion and patience for each other, uh, so that uh, not only as individuals, but also as a uh, couple, uh, that they would uh, glorify you. And the Lord, that we pray that uh, you would be with uh, all of us, uh, so that uh, we might Uh, turn from our sins so that uh, we might have faith in Jesus so that we might learn to love you and serve you better and uh, we pray all these things in Jesus name Amen